Welcome, everyone, to the podcast. It is Tuesday, September 7th, 2021, 5.09 p.m. And my guest this afternoon is Jocelyn Martin. Welcome. Thank you. I'm getting Thank good you so at much. I'm getting good at these introductions. Sometimes I ramble on before I mention my guest, but now I'm I'm on fire now. Uh, I, you'll notice I didn't say what the podcast is called because I'm still I'm still in flux. I've been you know, I'm Josh Rackless. And so I could call it the Josh Rackless show, but I don't like my name. So I've been calling myself Celebrity Josh and that's the name of the podcast as well. Uh, but I'm getting sick of that as well. So I might call myself Spark because I want like a one word name. And then this could be like Spark University where I interview like guest lecturers and we learn how to help people's lives and that kind of thing. That sounds good. Sure. All right. I've got <laughs> Jocelyn Martin's approval. Um, so let's see. Oh, and by the way, I'm having, <laughs> this just fell. This is a keyboard. It's an external keyboard that I have. I've been using today because my computer seems to be falling apart. Like the option key is frozen. So it's making weird things when I type, but oh. then I, I just had to unplug that because I've got my external webcam plugged in. And my, I'm using my fancy microphone now. I decided to start doing that yesterday for my podcast. So all kinds of external equipment attaching here and there. Yeah, it reminds me, I think I bought, or no, somebody sent me one from Amazon, like a, a multi-pronged USB thing. I could dig that out. Uh, it's, oh, so you can connect everything into that one thing. Yeah, I think I got it because, yeah, there's different, like if I want two hard drives plugged in to transfer things, but I also have to plug in a webcam or this right. kind of thing and I think at the time when they sent it it wasn't the fastest one like there's faster USB hubs that you can get and so I, I didn't use it because it wasn't whatever and uh, but maybe I should dig that out and see if I still have it and then I think somebody gave me an older one too I, I don't know I haven't used these this computer is from 2013 it might be on its last legs we'll have to see I hope, <laughs> hopefully I can salvage the keyboard one more time before I have to give Apple more of my money. And actually, I've already, my iPhone broke too. The Wi-Fi just stopped working last year. So somebody gave me a replacement iPhone, like just one of theirs, but the battery's so bad on this. It's like, you can see it's charging right now. It's constantly charging because yeah. it seems to run out. Of I feel like mine is like that too. Is it an iPhone 7? Uh, well, my last one was an iPhone 6S Plus. This one is an X. Uh, oh, okay. So I, so I think you're, you're, um, Yours is better than mine. <laughs> yes, I skipped over seven and eight, but uh, it's just like a friend's that he wasn't even using anymore. So, I, you know, maybe the battery has died on it or something. Mm. Ah, there's so much. When I'm super rich, I'm getting like a super fast computer. I'm getting like the iPhone 12 or whatever they're on. All the stuff. Yeah. Getting an and Apple is that, watch. are you going to get some new like insulation? Is that your, is that background <laughs> that I see? insulation uh, uh behind me those are green bristol boards from the dollar store that i've made my uh my green screen with i'll show you so that you can yeah. see it's just pasted over the wall so on oh, the cool. on the side here um these are just like foam it's like metal panels but with some foam in it uh that my old podcast teacher gave me he was getting rid of them and uh, i think he had them up in a, in a room once for acoustic paneling so i borrowed those and um, they, I've sort of stacked them up in, in a, a wall around my desk. And then to do my voice acting, I, I put a blanket over the whole thing. I've got a couple of tripods I realized I could put on the desk sort of as to hold up the, the, uh, the blankets. And then I've got my ring light here. Oh, yes. 
and then I, you have a good setup i don't have a ring light which i feel like would be good because i'm so like dull <laughs> in comparison to your bright face yeah well i don't even have the ring light on right now so oh my- really you just have good lighting then yeah it's just the this light in the ceiling um okay. like I, I use the <laughs> it's funny because i'm so neurotic like i don't even turn on the ring light often because i didn't realize like with any lights they they eventually wear out i mean it's it's good for like probably five years of use but i'm like oh i don't want to use the digital like if i don't need it like for a podcast do i have to be beautifully lit i got it a couple years ago for like youtubing so i realized i was always in a panic about like okay what when will the lighting be perfect to shoot my video in my condo and then i I didn't want to be beholden to the to the time of day so i thought i should get a proper light and then i can just turn it on and no matter what time of day it is i'll be perfectly lit for whatever I'm doing, like for my celebrity news podcast or whatever uh, I hope to do one day. But I should probably just, you know, turn it on and, and enjoy it. And if it burns out, get another one. That's the way I have to do it. And then in the winter uh, or last summer, I guess I started doing stand up comedy classes on Zoom. And then one day we for a class show, they wanted us to put the brick background of their logo in the background. But because this computer's so old, it only lets you do like a background if you actually have a green screen. And so I, I was like, how am I going to do that? And I went to the dollar store and got green Bristol boards. And I just kept getting more and more so I could, because before I had, to, sorry, I had to like crouch to try to make one or two pieces of paper uh, behind me. But now I've got like this vast thing. I'm in my parents' basement. Like I had a condo in Toronto for 10 years that I sold in 2019. And I turned to the second bedroom into an awesome studio. So it had like a couch in the background. It had my ring light set up. I had these thick panels made for the walls and ceiling that were drilled in. So I didn't even have to go under a blanket. I could do my voice acting like right from my desk. The room was acoustically perfect, but the condo was costing so much and I could get a roommate and a job, but I was like, "Mm, no, I want to be free. I want to know what it's like to be free and just travel. And I can do my videos from anywhere in the world. And then I just lived in hotels for a couple of months in Toronto and Ottawa. And then I went to Orlando for a podcast conference at the beginning of March. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll stay here. I love Florida. And then everybody's like, there's a pandemic. You have to come back to Canada. I'm like, well, the border's closing. Ah. And then I came back and then I'm like, where do I go? So I've been in my parents' basement and now uh, they want me out in a a month or two, uh, if not sooner. So I'll have to figure out my little uh, setup somewhere else. Then where are you going to go? Toronto, back to Toronto in a condo? That is the great question. I mean, it's fun. Yeah. I mean, it would be ridiculous to to return to that, but I don't know what else to do. Um, like just before the pandemic, I applied. I started applying for some little radio jobs and, you know, I don't have a lot of experience. So it's hard to break in, but somebody was kind of interested in Timmins for a morning show. And, uh, and they're like, why do you want to move up north? I'm like, I don't know, do I? And then I just, I never got back to them because I was like, I don't, I don't want to be trapped in a small town, but I haven't done anything for the past two years. I might as well have gone to Timmins. But uh, but yeah, do I go back to Toronto? I've started looking at jobs again and just I'm doing some freelance copywriting. And then I applied for some random associate creative director job. And then they're, they're pretty interested in it, but it's still remote. It would be in Toronto, but they're working remotely for now. And they might go back to two days a week in the office, in which case it'd have to be in Toronto. I don't know. I got an offer in that agency 10 years ago at an, an agency in New York, and I should have done that. I just bought the condo. So I can't leave the condo, but mm-hmm. that was my chance to go to New York. So I feel like, is that it? Is that my life? Do I just live in Ottawa or Toronto? And 
and that's i mean i i mean i guess they're fine it's you know people it's better than afghanistan i guess but i don't know i always thought i was supposed to go to la and i just never did it and then time flies and you're like Ugh. so that's the big question um, yeah what do you actually want to do well uh, <clears throat> well i played tennis yesterday with this woman i met on facebook and she's like you're really good like have you what what sports do you play i'm like i haven't ever played tennis in my life and then i it was like maybe i'm a tennis prodigy maybe 40 years ago, I should have been playing tennis, but it's probably I'm 48 now. It's probably a bit late to start my tennis career. Um, but people say that you could still do comedy if you're older. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that's possible. But again, I, I mean, I get, I think in my head, I'm still 20 years old. Everything I want to do is like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to tour around comedy clubs for the next 20 years and meet girls or whatever. But as a, as a middle aged man, do I want to be doing that? So I don't know. And I, I try to find people on Instagram who I'm like, I want to do what they're doing. Like, okay, Tony Robbins. Yeah, I'd like to own an island and give speeches to millions of people and whatever. But he sort of was working on that since he was a kid too. So it's hard to jump into it. And then I guess I've always liked the idea of working in radio. I did a bit of hosting on CFRB and I've told stories on CBC. So anything I can do to talk to people. I mean, what's interesting is that you can do, you know, we're having a conversation on Zoom right now. And so I don't have to necessarily be on radio or on community cable like I was when I was 20. I can talk to people this way, but, um, yep. you know, that doesn't make any money. And how many people are watching? Not, not many. Uh, so <laughs> How long have you been doing this for? Well, I've been talking about doing a podcast for oh, at least uh, probably 15 years. And I kept researching. I couldn't figure out what that involved. Maybe I should have tried harder, but I, I met with like a comedian in Toronto who has a podcast. I'm like, how do you do this? How do you get something onto iTunes? And he, I, I remember I took notes. I still couldn't get it. And I took a full day podcast class in Toronto and went to a couple of podcast festivals in Toronto. And finally last year, just before the pandemic, I was like, all right, let me, I'm going to this podcast conference probably. So I want to, I should have a podcast. Uh, so I just signed up for hosting. And, um, and, and just, I took the audio from a video I just made talking about Indiana Jones and I'm like, okay, how do I make this file so that I can put it up on a podcast? And so it took me a couple of days to figure out and, uh, finally did it. And I'm like, okay, now I did it. And then I just sort of interviewed maybe like 10 people over the past year, just random people from Instagram or LinkedIn, uh, and just not, not even really with a specific you know, this isn't the podcast about golf or something like it's just sort of random conversations that I thought talking oh, to interesting people. Yeah. I mean, that's the the thought kind of like, isn't that what Mark Marin does? Isn't that what Joe Rogan does? Um, albeit, you know, Mark Marin has Barack Obama's in his garage and Joe Rogan sits down with Elon Musk. But I mean, they had to start somewhere, I guess. Uh, so I thought it could be that. And then, yeah, man, I was interviewing people at TIFF in Toronto on red carpets for a couple of years. I got a little media pass and uh, I've always liked sort of chatting with people. And so this is the podcast now. So I don't, I don't really know, but anyways, I kind of went into overdrive, uh, I guess in the past month, cause I discovered this website called pod match, which I'd signed up for, but forgot about, but then I took another look at it and uh, it matches you up with uh, people who actually want to talk on podcasts. So like every day you get two options and, and so I just sort of did like 10 in a row, I guess, a couple of weeks ago and then blasted all those up. So at least now the, the numbers are going up in the podcast. I'm actually posting things and I'm doing it more regularly. Uh, 
and I interviewed an ex NFL player earlier this afternoon. So I have to get that one up when my keyboard is fixed and uh, I guess we'll see where it goes. Um, do you, do you have a podcast? No, I don't. Um, because you're on the radio. So uh, yeah, I, I was actually considering since everyone is starting a podcast, I'm like, Oh, maybe I should start a podcast. Um, I've been saying that for about two years now and I have not started a podcast. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe one day, I don't know. Or maybe you can just be a regular guest and then I can deal with getting the files up and you can say, go listen to, <laughs> go listen to me on Josh's podcast. <laughs> or maybe if you've got an actual job, you don't need to have a podcast. I don't know. I don't know what the difference. Well, I mean, I know what a podcast is, but I don't know. I mean, there's millions, but it's still, there's still less than YouTube channels and because there's, you know, barrier entry, figuring out how to do it. And you got to pay for hosting some usually, or, uh, so not everybody's just doing a podcast. Uh, but I know, I mean, yeah, it's something you could always try if you want, but I'm, I'm sure my guests are wondering who you are and why we're talking. So I could read your LinkedIn thing. It says Jocelyn Martin, midday announcer, community content commander at Vista radio limited. Does that basically sum you up? Well, um, I guess so, because that is literally the job that I started today. Um, so, yeah. Oh, my I gosh. Just... Well, this is well, that's exciting. Well, let's... <laughs> yeah. So um, I am absolutely brand new in this position. Uh, but for the past six and a half years, I worked at Rock 95 and Cool FM in Barrie, Ontario. Wow. Um, as a music director and on-air personality um, on both stations doing different day parts um, and web content, voicing commercials, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yes. like I'm looking at your LinkedIn, it looks like you're kind of a, a younger female successful version of me in a way. Um, you went to Guelph. I did not go to Guelph, but then you went to Humber College for postgraduate certificate in radio broadcasting. So after York, Glendon College, for me, I went to Humber postgraduate copywriting because my mom sent me an article about it. I'm like, I don't know what else to do. That sounds creative. If I had known there was a postgraduate in radio, maybe I would have done that because all my life I've been trying to get into radio. I don't know if it existed in 1996, uh, but why not? Radio existed. So that's what I should have done. That would have been a different path for me, but it didn't occur to me. And then I see your production assistant at Rogers TV, York region. So that's what I was doing as well. Um, just after university in 95 or during my last year, I started doing a cable show for, and I was doing cable shows for four years on Rogers and Roncesvalles and then York, I guess. Uh, and then, yeah, I just worked in copywriting and then I kept sort of dabbling and talking to people in radio, but never did it. So I'm fascinated with your, your chart here. So you just got a general bachelor of arts uh, at Guelph. Yeah. And so the post-grad program was perfect because um, you could do a diploma program or a certificate program. The diploma program is two years. The certificate program is um, one year or eight months plus a two month internship. So if you had a degree, you could kind of fast track your way through radio. Yeah. And that's the same thing for copywriting. It's the eight months plus an internship. Yeah. And, I, and I guess the two years is if you haven't done anything, then, okay, you got to learn actual things you know about yeah. life but if you if you've already studied then okay this is just intense thingy thing uh and did you always know you wanted to get into radio like how did you discover the radio broadcasting which no I, I did not always know it was kind of like you said your mom suggested the copy 
yeah, the copywriting f- course. It was like my mom suggested radio. So my mom is actually a journalist, mm-hmm. um, print journalism, and uh, she's written for various magazines and newspapers and continues to do that today. Um, but she's towards the end of her career. And so, um, which was kind of perfect timing for her career because being in um, print journalism now, well, there's not really a lot of jobs in that. And so when I, I really wanted to be in the media and when I was talking to her about that, I was like, well, why don't I go into journalism? She's like, no, 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 you don't want to do that. Like print journalism is dying. Um, And so that was when I was volunteering at Rogers TV and I liked TV, but it had that sort of like diva attitude that I didn't love so much. Um, I wanted something a bit more relaxed and I found radio was like that. And it was, it was my mom who actually suggested, well, how about radio? And at the time I was like, oh my God, I can never do that. Like I could never be on the radio. And uh, somehow I just, ended up at Humber College in the radio program and I've been on air for over 10 years now so man never say never <laughs> so I'm mad at my mom because my mom's a journalist as well she took journalism at Carleton and then oh, cool. she was the like editor of the special advertising sections of the Ottawa Citizen for like 20 years so she knew all this um I guess if I mean I guess she saw an article in marketing magazine and cut it out and mailed it to mailed me and said this is you know, this is the the Humber program, like, oh, copywriting, I can be like on the show 30 something where they just hang out and play and come up with ad ideas. It's funny, because I keep going back going, oh, if I had just taken the other program, I would have had a whole different life. But now I realize, I mean, eight months flies by very fast, even after the copywriting, I could have been like, oh, well, why don't I try it? Or at any point in my advertising career, I could have said, hey, radio program, it never occurred to me. I don't know why I never sat down and sort of looked at my life. Even 15 years ago, I was like, 10 years into advertising I'm like, this is, I don't know if this is right I want to do other things and well you could do that now you could I, do the post-grad radio program at Humber now or there, there are lots of other colleges yeah, as well yeah. who have I, that and, I, and people of all ages and backgrounds go back I did I, I did look into it like I was sort of having my existential crisis uh, last summer and uh, I looked into I think it's what would what would be in Belleville uh, loyalist oh loyalist yeah I just got an email from them like yesterday saying you haven't used your $95 certificate to apply. Um, and so I watched a little webinar and I typed it into chats, like, you know, would an older person like me do it? And they were like, well, you know, we had some older people like 50 or something, but you can't be like, if you're one of those people that's like, Oh, I, I'm not going to use Twitter. I don't care. But like, you, you need to be open-minded and, and yes. open to the internet. And I'm like, no, that's fine. Like even recent teachers have asked me to talk about Twitter to their students. Cause I'm good at social media. So I, I feel like I'm still, you know, aware of technology and, and well, and media. social media is such a huge part of radio right now. We we call yeah. it the other microphone. Yeah, I mean, so I was even wondering the other day. It's like I, I wonder because it used to be, you know, radio nobody sees your face, but now I wouldn't. I mean, why wouldn't you live stream while you're on the air and just have the camera on you at all times so people could well, tune in? Well, a lot of people do that. They'll do like their breaks on the radio and they'll have a camera. They have that the circle light or whatever. um and they upload like a minute video of them doing their breaks on uh facebook instagram twitter so Hmm. they do see your face (laughs) yeah but 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 can like do you go to websites and cannot like if i went to your radio website like could i actually see the dj sitting there live like or is that they don't want to do that 
Well, for radio websites, yeah, you see they have profiles of the announcers, so you you would no, see picture. But no, you mean like I mean the social like, media part, like videos and stuff. No, like I mean that. if like if I'm on air right now from you know nine to I don't know nine to noon, and I'm on the radio, wouldn't couldn't I just put on my phone and also be live? So if people want to see me on the website, like they can see me. Oh, live. Oh, I see. No, they do. They don't do that. Um, it's more just like smaller breaks. So yeah, yeah. if you're if you pop on the microphone, it's time to talk in between songs. Then you put on your camera, yeah. talk yeah. for a minute, turn it off, and then you would upload that. So it's more just like little bits as opposed to like a full out live stream. But that could be a thing. Like you never yeah. know. That would be my thing, I think. But then you know, <laughs> it probably I'm not realizing like yeah, a lot of rate. You know, it would be like okay, now the microphone's off. Now I'm gonna pick my nose. Now I'm gonna. Then what do you do? Yeah, yeah. exactly. But it's yeah. kind of like I feel like you would have to put on a show like that whole time, even when the music is playing. That's the thing, because you're yeah. Now it's just a lot of it is just little bits. It's not you talking straight for three hours. It's you know like a, you know when people film their podcasts and stuff. It's okay. Now we're playing like it. Yeah, be a lot of watching someone work, and that would be awkward probably. So maybe I didn't fully think this through. Um, but, but I guess I was just thinking, yeah, like Joe Rogan also films his three hour podcast, but it's, that's a different thing knowing that you're just talking for three hours. If you're talking for that full yeah. amount of time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. So much for that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, what are we talking about? Okay. So then, yeah, my mom screwed my life. Oh yeah. And then you, okay. So I was saying I was, I was watching, right. So they said, well, yeah, as long as you're hip and everything, I'm like, okay, but I guess and maybe I could, I don't know. It just seemed to me like, what am I talking about? Like, I mean, as much as I, I wish I was back in university and, and a cool kid and all that, you know, it, would it make sense to go live in residence and being doing these activities for like a year or two with with kids fresh out of school? And then and well, then, you don't have to live in residence. Like where, yeah. where where do you live now? Like, are you I'm in my where parents, are your parents in Ottawa, where, what, downtown Ottawa. in Ottawa. Yeah. OK, so you could go. What colleges are out there? Uh, there's Algonquin is the big one, I guess. Oh, you could go to Algonquin College. I actually work with some people who are professors at Algonquin College for the radio program. Oh, interesting. Because I know the, all the professors for the uh, advertising program. And I was like, maybe I could go teach. But apparently now you have to have a master's or something. And I'm like, why didn't I do a master's? Anyway, <laughs> anyways, my life is full of regrets. I just was wondering. Yeah, I mean, I might as well do it. Like, even if I started it two years ago when I thought about this, it would have already been done now. And I do. I mean, actually, I want to live in residence. I mean, that's my dream to be back in residence. It's just, you know, obviously it'd be weird um, for the kids. Uh, but, you know, maybe they have an adult residence. But aside from that, I don't know. I keep thinking like, you know, I've got all this experience in advertising. I've even done some radio hosting. Like, would I what would I really get out of this? And then also, would it even matter? Like the, the whole point is people want somebody, okay, now you're, you've learned you're 20 years old, come work in the small town for a couple of years. Like if I come out of that and I'm 51 years old, is anybody interested? I mean, is there even radio jobs even for young people? Like I interviewed this guy, Dylan Black, a couple of weeks ago, who was the judge at this comedy contest I was in. And even, and even he's struggling, like losing his job or getting a job, or I don't even know what the scene is like. I talked to, do you know how, uh, humble Howard, like Howard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I was, well, when I was 27, I messaged him and said, can I come visit your show? And, and he said, yes. And I don't remember why I didn't, I don't know if it was too early in the morning or what I was thinking. And then I met him through somebody else at work, like 
I guess, 10 years later. And he's like, why didn't you ever come? And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, well, what are you going to do now? Like, I must have been at least 40 at this point. And and uh, and, and he was like, what are you going to like? You're going to go work in a small town for the next 20 years, work your way up like you're not a kid. Like, and I'm like, oh, OK. So he just kind of talked me out of even pursuing it. And then. Oh, well, that's not good. I feel like you can pursue it at any age. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it is hard to get a job in radio for sure. But I feel like the college route is good because you have an internship at the end. So no matter what, you have an internship. So then you have connections at your internship. You have connections to your professors who have connections in the industry. So I feel like the college route is super good because you can do all that networking that's so important in this industry. Yeah, and maybe I'll talk to them again. I mean, what is it? I guess I'd be starting it right now if I was doing it. Uh, yeah, God. but there are programs that start in January too, so. Yeah, and you know, I kind of discovered all this when I was looking into it last summer and it's like, okay, you could start now, you could start in January. And then I was like, well, maybe I should do a master's and all the programs are already done. I'm like, what was I? Because my dream now is to be, I want to be a cool psychology professor and be the funny professor. But what am I talking about? I, wa I wanted to do that 30 years ago. Like it's so you, your life starts winding down and you're like, oh God, like what, what the heck am I going to do? And now I'm getting really upset. I'm like, I could have done that. I could have been in radio all this life. And I never really liked advertising. I was like, ugh. Hmm. All right. Never well, too late to do any, to start anything though. Yeah. Well, get back to me in 10 years when, uh, uh, and let me know. But um, I mean, what would I learn in the program anyways that I couldn't just be like, you know, hey, can I just start working at an agency, like a station now? Like, what what did you need to, I mean, talking. Well, you learn like technical stuff. You would already have a leg up because of your, you have all the audio equipment and all of that stuff. So they teach you basic announcing skills. They teach you news, production, sales, which you would already know a lot about because of advertising. Yeah. Um, so you learn like the entire radio industry. And then for me, it was in the, so that was in the first semester. And then the second semester, you can choose which pathway you want to go. So say you really love production, then you focus on just production for the second semester. Or if you really love on air, which is what I did, then you focus all on air. And then you learn about um, speaking and announcing and everything that goes with being on air on a music station. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Do you know Richie Favalero? Yeah. Yeah, I went to, he was, he went to Glendon with me and then I don't know what he did afterwards. He was always doing stand-up comedy. So I don't know if he went to radio school or, but somehow he got into radio and he was like my big successful radio friend. Yeah, I think he's from the States, isn't he? Uh, no, he's from, uh, hmm. I was going to say Stainer, Ontario, which is possible. I think he was from oh, Stainer. I thought Maybe you're thinking of somebody else. Oh. Well, I don't know. He, I know he's been hosting in Toronto for a while. Like he's my age. Yeah, I know he's on Chum now, but um, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I could, yeah, cool. He has that American. You know what? Maybe he was from America before. He has that kind of American vibe. He's he had some kind of story where he was doing comedy or whatever. Yeah, hmm. possibly. But I know I went to his house for Thanksgiving in Ontario one year. Um, but uh, and that's cool. that's my radio. And then I've got this friend Tony Daniels who. I don't know what he did. Like, he's just kind of, he, he's a voice actor. So he's the voice of CBC TV now, like tonight on CBC. And then he was, oh, the, yeah. um, so he does a lot of that. But he's, he worked in radio for years. And so he had connections at CFRB in Toronto, like 15 years ago. And 
we met with the program director and the, and the guy there was like, oh, do you want to try hosting? I'm like, well, no, I, <clears throat> I don't want to do it alone. I'll do it with my friend Tony. So we went on together a few times and then I sh- and then he kept offering to do it myself. I'm like, no, 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 which I should have. I should have just done it, tried it myself. And then I wouldn't have been relying on Tony. And then the program director got sent to Montreal and the new guy didn't know us. And that was it. That was our little window. I'm like, ah, you know, it's like, and I didn't realize at the time, I didn't appreciate how, you know, I, how valuable that was to just be able to say, I've never done radio in my life, but here you can fill in for Jim Richards uh, on their most popular show for a few times and stuff like that was a good in. And then I just didn't do anything with it. Um, but whatever, we can't go back um, in time, right? Now, you know, if that happens again, you jump right in. Yes. Don't say no. No, say here, I'll come and work every night. I don't care. Like, it's just, I'm here. And I guess, I guess whenever I've gotten little things like that, I get cocky. Like, oh, I had a cable show. Okay, well, I, I'm too good for my co-host. I want another co-host or whatever. And I don't realize how hard it is even just get a community cable show of your own. Like the, all these things that I did. But you, you live and learn. You know, young people are cocky, I guess. Um, so then, uh, yeah, so then you became, uh, you got some Zumba instructing in there on your list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you always got to fit that in yeah, to your yeah. radio career. <laughs> I think I, was it Zumba? Is there something else like Zumba? But it's, oh yeah, that starts with Z. It's a kind of dance. Um, um, yeah, it's something like I don't know. Zio or, I met a girl on a bus once in Toronto. And uh, and then she was always doing Zolta or I don't know something like that. It's not Zumba, but anyway. I'm yes. gonna say I'm pretty sure it's Zumba. That's the only like popular Z word that's a dance workout. Let me let me look. It's not wasn't dance where it's like okay dance. I'm gonna Google this dance that starts with Z. Just so I, I know I'm not going out of my <laughs> but then, yeah, nobody's now it's giving me Latin dances. Like that's not a way to search for something. Zolta. Uh, dan- here, I'm going to type dance and then Z. Dance, Z. This is a great podcast. I'm very proud of it. <laughs> um, allow and then Kazamba, Z dance, Z dance. Nobody's helping me here, but and see if this was the if this is radio, I would tell everybody, can you call in right now and uh, and tell me what I'm trying to think of? Yeah, exactly. It could be a bit. Yeah, because um, I know. Yeah, let's see. All dances A through Z. OK, so here there's a website here. This doesn't matter. The, the nice thing I was listening to a podcast today and it was like, uh, you know, the nice thing of a podcast is you can edit out stuff, but I don't edit out stuff so that Zumba and Zydeco. You're right. I maybe it, I really feel it wasn't um maybe it doesn't even start with zed uh, anyways well that's good that you're keeping physically active as well as mm-hmm. radio-ish and then so okay so you did your like right out of humber and then you do your internship did you get a job that way yeah so my internship actually was a job it was um zook zook something like that do you ever zook. heard of, you haven't <laughs> it's heard come of, to you all of a sudden you haven't heard zook. of zook no i have not uh zook dance. how do you spell that like see. z-o-o-k i think it's z-o-u-k yeah brazilian zook how do you dance is zook a latin dance first off zook music is absolutely not from brazil it was born in the 70s in french-speaking caribbean uh oh yeah, you so- know what you know what came up when i hit zook was Zook online dating site and app yeah. to find your perfect match <laughs> i know <laughs> so I, I, i've been banned off Zook for some reason i don't even know what I, I never liked it i was like this is a fake weird dating site and something 
I don't know what I get banned off of the dating sites because people think I'm not real or something. Yeah, Brazilian Zook, Caribbean Zook. So it's kind of like salsa or something, but it's like, anyways. All right. I'm not... Okay, cool. So a dance out of out of Brazil. Cool. Yeah, I'm, but I never met up with that girl again, and and that's it. I could have had a Zook girlfriend. Oh well, I'll have to go <laughs> on Zook to meet another Zook. Um. Okay. So. Yeah, so I was um, a promo rep for uh, Rogers Radio in Toronto, mm. and I was doing that while I was still in school. So I was covering events, um, going to concerts, getting audio of people who went to the concerts and saying how much they love them or like after the show or telling me what they're excited for for yeah. the concert. And then I pieced together the audio and the morning shows would play them back the next day um so i did like stuff like that basically covering events being the face of the station um yeah so that, that would be my dream job was it dream for you like this young woman getting to go to concerts and talk to people like or are you just like eh? yeah no it was so cool because the radio stations actually didn't give us like free tickets to the concert or anything because really we only had to be there before and after or before or after depending on like what they needed for that show right. um uh but for for the uh yeah so for going to the concerts i would just hang around yeah during the show made friends with the security guard who would let me in once the show got going he would like sneak me into like the 100 section if it was at the acc which is scotia bank arena now yeah. um I would just like stand at the back and watch the show. So I saw like some pretty cool artists, Taylor Swift, Keith Urban. Um, there was an American Idol tour, uh, Britney Spears, Pitbull, <laughs> Enrique Iglesias, a whole bunch of them. What is the deal with Pitbull? Like he's kind of like, I'm like, okay, he's bald. So like, it gives me hope that I can be a pop star. And he's also got a, a one word name that I'm like, that's what I want. Like spark Pitbull, you know, but what, like he's big right but who where did he it's come weird from? because he you never hear of anything that he does and yet he's he performs at like every award show yeah like who is like i couldn't i mean if, i guess if i hear a song and then look at about like i probably would recognize his songs but i would never say oh that's a pitbull song i'm so into pitbull i know i'm a pitbull fan that's I, why it's weird that he performs at like every award show um this, you yeah. would know i know you want me yeah, like I'm sure if you know, yeah, I guess I'm you know, know that like Latins, it's like a Latin type song. Yeah, like the kind of stuff you might hear blasting from a Lamborghini in Little Italy or something. And then and then he also does a lot of like he, he's kind of on that Tony Robbins kind of circuit. Like it's always motivational speakers from Tony Robbins and this software company person and Pitbull who will talk about in being. But what what is he qualified I don't understand. And then in the videos, like music videos, he's like in a suit and all the girls are grinding on him. I'm like, who, what? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's Pitbull. Yeah. I think when the Latin music scene was really prominent and still really is prominent now, I think he really started that. He got like the Latin music scene into, mm. into mainstream. Okay. And... So maybe he's, he's like a guy like DJ Khaled. They're like, who the heck is this guy? But somehow... <laughs> Yeah. He was making things. He's happen. on every song. Yeah. And he's kind of, yeah. I guess people in the know know that he's powerful. So they'll all dance around him and grind him. And uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter that I don't know who he is because I live in my parents' basement. And 
worked in a career that I did not enjoy. Um, okay, so then, all right, so you had the, the coolest job ever. And I guess it's probably different for a girl because like as a guy, I would be like, oh my God, look at me. I can go up and talk to girls. I've got like, I'm meeting people. But as a girl, it's not as much like, wow, I get to talk to all these strangers. It's more like, yeah, cool concerts, friends with security. You look kind of cool, I guess. And then- Yeah, it was fun to get out in the city, uh, especially doing that in a big city like Toronto. Yeah, because that's a huge step. Like, you know, yeah. as, I'm, as I'm applying for jobs now, there's hardly any job, like nothing opens up in Toronto. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's because people come straight from college and then just don't leave Rogers. Like, but so, you know, there's always job openings in little towns in Ontario that I've never heard of, or there was something in York. And that's Saskatchewan. how you have to get your start. Like, yeah. oh yeah. They say at, at radio school, you get your start in a small town and you don't, it's not like, everyone has to get their start in a small town, but it's definitely easier to do that because then you can get your experience and then work your way up to a bigger city. So I thought it was cool to do promotions in Toronto yeah, um, and get to go to all the big events and concerts and exciting stuff and go around the city and everything. And then, and then after I did that for about six months, that's when I was like, okay, I want to do on air. I went to radio school to be on air. If I don't move to a small town and do it, I'm going to regret it. So Hmm. that's when I moved to Collingwood. Wow. And see that, yeah, a lot of the openings are for like Collingwood type places. And I've always thought that would be so cool. Like, especially if I was younger, like live in a small town, get to know everybody, like be the local celebrity. Like that would all be cool. The only reason I was kind of leery of it now is because I never got married, never had kids. So I'm like, okay, if I'm stuck in Timmins, you know, maybe there are no single people at all. So that means I'll never meet anyone ever. But again, I didn't meet anybody in my parents' basement in Ottawa. So uh whatever but so yeah like i mean my dream would be uh sure go to collingwood i don't you know as an old man who knows but okay so now you're living the dream you're going to collingwood um like how does that work do you see a job opening online or you just sort of know the talk to all the yeah people? so there's actually a radio jobs website for canada which is milkmanunlimited.com it has all of the radio jobs on it yeah, and... somebody, somebody told me about that at some point, and that's that's where I got yeah. my Timmins thing and the Yorkton thing. Cool. Yeah. yeah, so it's a good spot to look. And basically, when I was looking, as I was wrapping up at college, I was applying to like every on-air job in like every city and town in Canada. I must have applied for over a hundred like on-air jobs, like even in the Yukon in Northwest Territories. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah. Not those that ads, I actually logistically thought I would move there. Those ads are still up. I just up. did it. Cause there's on Milkman today. I'm like, do I want to go to yeah. the Yukon? <laughs> yeah. Nope. But I'm like, if this is the time to do it. If I'm going to do it, this is the time to do it. So when I, when I saw the Collingwood job and I got the call back for that, that was perfect because I'm from Aurora. So um, it was not like super far away. I didn't have to move to a different province or anything. Um, it was just about two hour, an hour and a half really, um, from Aurora. So that's, I thought that was perfect because it was a small town, but it was still close. And you have Wasaga beach and blue mountain. It's a super nice area. Yeah. Um, and that, so that's, that way. that's the thought process I go through. Like every time I look at these jobs, like I'm like Yorkton, Saskatchewan, what, or, or this play, you know, something four hours out of Edmonton. But when I see the ones that are like Wasaga beach or Car- Car- Collingwood, or I'm like, okay, Ontario, I know that Yeah, you could drive to Toronto if you needed to, like it's a couple hours drive, like anything like that. I feel like, yeah, I, I could do that. I could do that. But then when I see the things like, you know, live the, the life in, 
somewhere in Nova Scotia. And I'm like, well, where, sorry, where is that? Where are the- well, they make it, they make it, they try to make it sound really good, right? To entice oh, yeah. people to apply because those are the places that have a hard time getting people, I think. So they're like, move to the beautiful shores of blah, 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 like 10 hours north of blah, blah, blah. Like it's like yeah, way exactly. out there. Yeah, we have, we have a variety store. We've got uh, a park. <laughs> yeah. And a new stop sign. And that's kind of what they do with ad agencies too. Like, it's like, you know, do you want to live in Halifax? And it becomes more about, yeah, do you want to live in this city? And I guess if you're like, you know, young and you're like, sure, why not go to for a year and see what happens? And, or, or if you're married with kids, say, hey kid, you know, we're all going to pack up and go to this place. Sure. It's, it's, I well, guess. And radio is so much a part of community, right? So that's yeah. why they really make the place sound good. Because if you're moving somewhere, if you're, if you're working in, um, at a radio station in a certain community, like you are a part of that community. You're really, really focused on being a part of that community and knowing you're basically like, it's like traveling. So you're checking out all the cool spots and all that kind of stuff. The city is part of the job. It's like you are the the Killaloo BC or whatever the little town is that they're they're selling to you. So yeah, makes sense. I wonder, because I... As I get older, like I can see myself as a 25 year old running around, meeting all the restaurants, da, da, da. you know, as a middle aged man. I mean, Conan O'Brien still goes out and does stuff. So I try to just picture, could you be a grown up walking around doing it? But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, all those guys do it. Like Jimmy Fallon does all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And... Yeah. So, I mean, I could I could see anyone could do that. Yeah. I could see like Ricky Gervais or uh, I don't know. Like, I, I think I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's always the demographic is 18 to you know, I don't know, it's 45 or it's like up up to 55 sometimes because I guess those people are still alive and doing things. And uh, so I'm like, OK, I could speak to baby boomers and Gen X and Gen Z, maybe if I, you know, Google what Pitbull is or Taylor Swift or whatever. All right. Well. <laughs> oh, come on. Ta- Pitbull, I can see like why you yeah. wouldn't know. But Taylor Swift, come on. I've heard of Taylor Swift. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she's pretty cool. Very catchy songs. And I know she dates a lot of people, uh, but it's sexist to talk about that. And uh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say that's like very like 2010. <laughs> that was a long time ago. That yeah, I'm not were... <laughs> I'm not sure what she's up to these days. I'm sure she's still fine. Um, oh, she released two surprise albums during the pandemic. Oh, my God. That is a shock. Yeah. Uh, everybody's up to something that's the thing and i'm like why didn't i do something i, I could have made a surprise album during the pandemic but i'm like i know she makes you feel so bad she's like yeah no big deal i just recorded two like number one albums what did you do in the pandemic well, that's um, the just thing. trying to survive i know but i think i fell for the whole thing everybody's like oh just surviving good for you if you even just got up today and i'm like but no i mean we weren't fighting a war like you were everybody's home with their internet like why didn't i write a book or or just take some year-long master's program or something i guess it's partly it's easy to look back now because you didn't know how long it's going to be is it going to be two weeks what are we doing like well and it was a survival thing and it was kind of it was like people have compared it to war so i do think that it's like if you have come through the other side if you've survived this like good for you that's an accomplishment in itself yeah i know and i try to keep giving myself like as much as i like to beat myself up for not being a tennis pro or doing radio 30 years ago i'm like you know what even if i'd been uh like a movie star like um uh who's the black panther guy chadwick boseman it's like Mm -hmm. you you could die of cancer at 44 like you don't know what's gonna happen or every time i'm like oh god i should have written a diary every year i miss why didn't i write a diary it's like 
well, you could live in Afghanistan and be blown up on an air. Like it's like on an airstrip. Like it's people have worse situation. I'm, I'm, you know, it's, I'm very privileged, I guess, to be able to bemoan. Oh, why did I, you know, get flown everywhere to shoot commercials around the world when I could have been hosting radio instead? Like nobody wants to hear me <laughs> complain. I sold yeah, my. Yeah, you did your podcast during the pandemic. That's a big accomplishment too. That's true, and I took stand-up comedy classes on Zoom, and I did a contest last summer, and I didn't. Uh, get past the first night, but I did the same contest last month and I, I won my first prize of the night. So that's like a little something. Um, and yeah, the mm-hmm. podcast started. So I guess that's something. And I don't know. I mean, I guess you could always just start radio and you do anything. I mean, the thing is like, I talked to Tony maybe seven years ago, about like, why don't we do a podcast remotely, like from New York? But at the time, he was like, okay, we can get this software for $5,000 where we can record each other talking and stuff. But now, I mean, we're talking on Zoom for free. Or if I really wanted to up the quality, I could pay for Zencaster for 20 bucks a month and, and have it record on your end and my end and then mix it. So that might be my next step if, uh, you know, just to try it out because, you know, I'm talking to quality people like you now. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's the thing. Like as much as I'm like, why didn't I do that? Like it wasn't technically possible really even even 10 years ago, that's when I first started filming myself with my phone. Like it's it's not like I, you know, 30 years. I mean, I probably did what I could. We all we all do what we can. Hmm. I don't know. I, I remember I was in L.A. staying with a girl like I'm going to say 15 years ago because everything to me is 15 years ago. It might have been 20. It might have been 10. I don't know. But uh, I remember we were in our car and we were listening to this radio guy and I forget his name, but he was kind of like a big controversial DJ that was very rich and everybody liked him. And then Howard Stern. Now it wasn't Howard Stern. It was just some local LA guy that oh. lost his job. And then um, I guess, I think he had a blog for a while. Maybe he's back on the air. I just remember thinking, yeah, that's Joe kinda... Rogan. Maybe he was kind of like an older guy at the time, okay. like a veteran. And he would just take calls and uh, mm-hmm. I, I have to look him up, but it was just the idea that, okay, I could be a local celebrity and take calls and, I don't know. Like, it's it's still interests me. Like, I'm like, uh, you know, Larry David's older than me. And I'm like, I would listen to the Larry David show if I could, that kind of thing. So uh, you just got to keep doing it. But that's what I'm doing, I guess. This is my podcast and we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, maybe I'll be the next Joe Rogan or something. Yeah, uh, you never know. Got to yeah. be in the present moment and enjoy what you have. Okay, so then my dad just texted. Hold on. We are eating in five minutes, six o'clock. Are you joining us? um i'm gonna send an audio message so they uh, make you dinner too yes he got a sweet deal perhaps i'm just uh in the middle of interviewing a radio host for a podcast so don't wait for me i'll let you know when i'm done but also i have to go to charles's store to get my keyboard fixed so i might walk over there if he's still there so just go ahead um yes that's the thing they my mom cooks every night to keep my dad alive and then uh uh yeah so i usually go up and join them and i figure it's like a you know a social thing like it's something we can look forward to all day kind of thing Uh, so that's that's good so when i'm out they'll miss me uh but somehow i managed to keep myself alive like for 30 years before this so we'll (laughs) we'll see but my dream is to be like you know get a billion dollars and then i'm here i'll buy you guys a house on the beach in miami or something and we can all live together i don't know what um but okay, so you you go to Collingwood. Was that like the dream? Like, uh, 
you know, like, was calling with a dream. No, <laughs> I don't know. I read this book, Duddy Kravitz, uh, by Mordecai Richler when I was a kid. And it was, I think, I think he went to work at a summer camp. He's in the kitchen. And it's just kind of this idyllic vision of like, wow, in the summer and working with young people and all these adventures. Like, I don't know, do you get a little apartment in Collingwood and then you go to the ring? No. So I needed to, cause I got the job like pretty quickly and I needed to get there. Um, I needed to move there like pretty quickly. I needed to find a place. And um, I ended up renting a room in this old lady's house. It was just her and four cats and a dog. Wow. <laughs> so, and I was there for eight months in that place. And I look back now being like, oh my God, I can't believe I lived with an old lady and four cats and a dog for eight months. But mm. you got to do those things to get started sometimes. Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking too. Like I got to find a place to live and I don't really want to commit to a lease and get a whole place and all that crap again. So I want to find yeah. a room with someone or whatever and then feel like I've got one leg, leg out the door. If yeah, I and I didn't else. know how long I was going to be there. It's not like yeah. I, well, I was going to, be able to buy a place or rent a place on my own. Um, so it was a good like starting point. And then, uh, and then ended up getting a roommate. We, we had a, she was in a basement apartment. So I moved in with her. Then from there we moved to, um, an upstairs apartment. (laughs) So slowly like moving forward in my, um, moving up literally. Yeah. Moving up in the, in the housing world. Um, and yeah, so then I was there in the upstairs apartment with her for, uh, a while in total, I was in Collingwood for three years, uh, just over three years. And then, um, got the job in Barrie at Rock 95 and Cool FM. So that basically the entire three years that I was in Collingwood, I was hustling, trying to get something else. Did you say you were in Collingwood for three years? Yeah. Wow. And, so, and at that time, you always check in Milkman and just sort of sending out your thing. At yeah. Like yeah. sending my demo, like applying to stuff, sending out my demo. Not that I didn't like it in Collingwood. I loved it there. Um, yeah. I, I met some great people and got some amazing experience, learned uh, music programming there, um, co-hosted an afternoon drive show, which was super fun because you never have that. Like, mm-hmm barely even in a major market, but in a small market to have two people in the afternoon was pretty rare. So that was a really cool opportunity. Um, so it, yeah, I really, I really liked it there, but I knew that I wasn't going to be like at that station for my whole life for like for years and years. So, uh, I needed to also get closer to my family as well. And like all my friends were in Toronto and they're like, what are you doing? We haven't calling <laughs> They would come and visit me and everything, but yeah, it was just, it was so far away from, from everything. So Barrie was great because it was a bigger city, a lot mm-hmm. more going on, a lot more people my age, because Collingwood is very much a retirement community, apart from the touristy, yep. the touristy yep. times and touristy areas there. Um, so I can go there and be the young guy. They're like, hey, look at me. I'm, <laughs> I'm not retired yet. Like, wow. <laughs> we got this cool young uh, DJ, Josh Rackless. He's only 50. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so okay, so you made the yeah, big move so to then, Barrie. Yeah, so then I made the move to Barrie, and that was great because there were it was bigger stations, just more going on, more people, more people my age. Um, and yeah, so did that for and I didn't really have a plan after Barrie. So I so I was there for quite a while, six and a half years. It's, it's wow. a long time these yep. days, I think, at a job, especially in radio. Uh, but it was great, great experience. And 
especially on two, being able to be on two stations with two very different formats. Yeah, see, that's kind of cool. Because uh, I, I interviewed, like I, I was calling this woman, um, I, I was emailing people randomly just like three or four years ago. Just, I was like, I'm in Ottawa. Hey, hot 89.9, can I come talk to you? And this woman actually got back to me and I met with the program manager there or director. And uh, yeah, and then she told me about a copywriting job that opened up in Toronto for, I guess, Boom and whatever their sort of sister station was. And, and that would have been kind of the same thing, two radio stations. And at the time I'm like, I don't want to do copywriting again. And I showed up all covered in rain and a bit late. And then, so I didn't impress them at all. But, um, but now I'm like, but at least that would have gotten me into the station. And then I could have been like, oh, by the way, I'm a voice actor. If you need me to, oh, you know, I can go on the air for a minute. Like, at least if I was in the station, they would have been easier to get in. So I don't know what the, and then I could have kept my condo. But anyways, yes, two stations in one is cool. Um, yeah, it's you, all about getting your foot in the door. Yep. And then, and then what? So we were still milkmanning it or how, what happened after Barry? And then, so Barry, I was just chilling for a while because in terms of like not applying for stuff because I was really enjoying my time there and getting a lot of great experience. But then again, I knew that I wasn't going to be there for like 20 years or the rest of my life. I wanted to move forward. I I had done everything that I could there. I was music director for both stations. I was on air for both stations. I'm like, okay, what do I do now? And um and then yeah so just like looking at opportunities networking as you do in this industry and then um just got this job as I said as my first day so this is with Vista Radio which has um stations out west and um in here in Ontario as well yeah Um, like I've heard of it I mean I've seen them I guess on Milkman so I'm always applying to Vista stations and it's uh so yeah what is i don't know what's what's a vista station or what no i what did your thing say go back to yeah so it's they have a a network of moose fm stations there's 19 moose fm stations and so i work for this brand new station in bolton um and it's uh moose fm uh so i'm going to be the midday announcer and community content commander so basically somebody who's the face of the station out in the community doing all kinds of stuff and and so is this a step up because bolton's is bolton closer to toronto um where is yes it's definitely going to be hitting the gta market so um that's really good and also it's a steady shift it's middays and it's every day with rock and cool i was evenings and weekends and fill-ins I didn't have that like regular kind of everyday shift um and it's Monday to Friday and yeah that's pretty cool so yeah you're like a regular solid you know you're like the CBC host every day at noon or whatever kind of thing with Jocelyn Martin yes my own show (laughs) wow that's pretty crazy so what what a midday what what's uh like how what hours is that so it's 10 to 2. 10 to 2. That is midday. If I had, I was trying to think of like, what would be noon to what? No, 10 to 2. So that's it. And then you're on there. And it's at a, is it this, this is one, no, is this one station or two stations again? So it's the, it's mostly the Bolton station, but I'm going to be on air on the, the Moose network of stations. So right. um, for four other markets. 
So four other Moose FMs. Wow. So they're um, going to be hearing you in other little towns where they can't afford their own yeah. Jocelyn Martin. Yeah. So Kempville, Barry's Bay, Bancroft, and Prescott. Wow. Which are all like towards the Ottawa area, like near you, I guess. Right, right. So I'll be, I mean, I could probably tune in online anyway. So you'd be able to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I could tune if I actually had a radio. Let me think. Uh, I'll have to find one and then tune in. Uh, but even with, uh, you know, I got a Google mesh system for my parents and then we can go, hey, Google, and you can uh, just listen. You say, hey, Google, CBC Radio 1, and it plays like the digital radio station now. So I could probably say, hey, play Moose uh, Bolton. And then I'll, I'll hear Jocelyn Martin. And that's kind of fun. Um, yeah. And the community content commander and you're driving around and wow. So, okay. You're living my dream. So basically I can just live vicariously through you. <laughs> um, and then, so, so have you gotten an apartment in, in Bolton now? You had to get rid of your place in Barrie? No. So I'm still in Barrie. Um, I it's work from home to start. So oh. Um, I'm going to be doing that. And then who knows, like maybe down the road, I move there or closer to there, but for now, um, staying in Barrie. So you actually have a good enough setup that you can host on the radio all day from your home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you don't see it now, but I do have, <laughs> have a setup recording program and microphone and all of that. You and your house plant and your little chair. Yeah. <laughs> You're just dialing in on your phone. Hi, it's Jocelyn. Uh, it looks nice out today. And I looked at the newspaper. It looks like it's going to rain in Kempville. I promise I have set up. Wow. And so do you need special internet? Like, is it a source connect or something? Or is it just like you log in? Like, how does that work? Um, yeah, so I log. I haven't started on sure. air there. I start next week. Um, so I'm not sure exactly how it goes but something that is connected to the network and I can put my audio through through there right to and, the station and your internet would have to be fast enough right you couldn't get away like like I was visiting a yeah. friend sort of outside of Cornwall and her internet was so slow I couldn't even post on my Instagram story so that's that's what I discovered about this digital nomad thing you need to be in a city that actually has decent like I, I could get fiber gigabit speeds in Toronto downtown and in Ottawa, like I can't even match that. They just don't have it like so. But I guess whatever you have is is good. It's audio. I mean, yeah, yeah. it should be good. We'll see. But <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I can hear you right now. So anyways, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure they've thought of that. I'm just fascinated with the whole thing. And that's interesting, mm -hmm. too, because as much I guess it's all pandemic -y stuff, but it's like because people do things remotely now like you know i could take a creative director job in toronto and not and do it from here for the foreseeable future um, yeah it's kind of cool how we can do that now yeah work and from anywhere yeah i mean which is always kind of my dream so i guess i should still embrace that um and that's the thing like a lot of people got big during the pandemic like doing tiktok for six months or little things on instagram reels so I mean, even if I could squeeze myself into a radio station somewhere, like maybe in six months, I could be like really popular in the town. And it's still before I'm 50 that I've sort of made it, you know, it's like, you don't know, I could make anything happen. Or but I mean, even Joe Rogan wouldn't do radio now. He's got $150 million to a podcast. So maybe you just you sort of do that. It's all, huh? What was I going to say? Um, the, the online thing? Yeah. Oh, because even I emailed the guy from Timmins. Um, a year later or something saying hey by the way uh 
yeah, what, whatever happened with that? Just curious. Did you hire somebody? He's like, yeah, we found somebody, but he's on furlough right now because of the pandemic. So even the guy who was hired didn't do anything. He was just sitting in Timmins, not doing anything. Um, but then I've messaged the guy on LinkedIn and he's going to let me interview him for my podcast. So um, that'll be my sideways way of being cool. like, hey, how's it going? How's Timmins going? Can I go back in time and come there two years ago? And the, uh, the program director um, where I was... Uh, you know, kind of messed up my copywriting thing. I messaged him too. And I'm like, Hey, can I interview you for my podcast? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Hey, I think we talked about you for copywriting. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Seems like ages ago. Hopefully he doesn't remember exactly how it went down, but uh, you know, it's just my way. And so the podcast kind of gives me a chance to talk to people that I want to talk to and maybe reconnect and see what's going on. And yeah, totally. Um, so that's what it's all about. That's great. And, and there you go. Well, okay. So, I mean, you're definitely living the dream and you can do it from Barry, which is crazy. Oh, that okay. I have yeah. just one more question. Like, um, have you ever? And I, I, I guess it's a, a visa thing. Because I'm always like, why am I just applying for like these little Ontario jobs on Milkman, and I don't even know where I would see radio jobs in the U.S. Like, they must have similar things for every small town and city. But I guess it's because you got to work in the U.S. to see those jobs. Like, how does that work? Or like even yeah, in other countries? I like, I don't know about that. I, I did apply to like a while ago applied to a job at the BBC yeah, in England because exactly. I have a British passport mm. so I would be able to work in England mm. um but that was like far out there it was kind of like when I was on Milkman applying for for jobs in Northwest Territories like it was like really am I gonna go out there probably not but I don't know you just kind of sometimes throw it out there and throw yeah. it out yeah. into the universe and see what happens but yeah. yeah, I'm not sure how it works um, for the U.S. because I would not work in the U.S. <laughs> Why, is so, Why is that? I haven't looked into it uh, because I don't want to live there. Hmm. Yeah. Well, then there, yeah. that's it. Then you're the king of Ontario and you can just enjoy that. So I'll, I'll look at it. Maybe I'll start messaging some DJs in the States. And uh, like I've, I've, I've messaged a bunch of comedians on, on Instagram that want to talk to me so I can find out what the com comedy business is like out there. And then uh, I'll try to find some, a DJ that can talk to me and say, Hey, uh, do you got like a milkman us? Like how are you guys doing that? Thing? Yeah. Yeah. Ask them what they have. I'm sure like if you Google the U S companies that they have, you'd yeah. be able to find radio jobs like under those company sites. Um, but Another in terms of like a milkman, I don't know. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I have applied for a bunch. Like when I see them on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm forgetting now. Like, you know, CBS has these things and it's like things in Washington, yeah. D.C. I applied all those and never hear back anything, because probably when you click off, not legally able to work in the U.S., they're like, why would I never mind that <laughs> I'm trying to I can't even break into, you know, just click. Yes. So your application goes through. <laughs> Occasionally I do just because. Yeah, we'll deal with that when it comes to it. Like, if you guys like me, I'll get the whatever. Yeah, then you why, get the visa and all that. That's why I should have taken that job in New York where they were going to pay me a visa and stuff because that was my ticket. Um, <laughs> and then there, there's often like jobs in Miami, but it's like, are you bilingual? It's for the Latin community or things like that. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of Chicago morning. I mean, there's tons of those jobs. Now I'm remembering. It's just you. I don't know how people get them or, or whatever. But of course, it's like anything. I mean, even even. Um, you know, Humble Howard and stuff couldn't get back on the air or maybe sort of is now his podcast is big and they 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 play it on other stations now and stuff. But it's not easy for yeah. anyone. There's not a lot. So, I mean, you've been, you know, talented and fortunate to sort of play it the right way. And then and then what's your sorry if I'm keeping you now, um, but uh, no, no, 
it's all good. Yeah. What, um, like, what's your dream then? Like to, well, you don't even want to go to the U S like, is there some fantasy, like you'd be that, the Howard Stern of Canada or I, I, what would be the next step for like a radio person? <laughs> um, doing it till they fire you. And then you're kind of bitter and you have your own little podcast. <laughs> no, I think just like, as long as I'm continuing to grow and learn, then I'm good. Um, I'm happy now that I have like a steady show and that I'm, I also get to be out in the community at events and all of that. Uh, but in terms of like next steps and where I want to go, um, I don't know, like I have my music programming background, which is great. So I might want to, you know, continue using that at some point. Um, but yeah, just kind of see, I basically just do a job and see like how it goes. And, um, just, I feel like I change with what, what sort of things that I want to do for, for my career. And, um, yeah, so just kind of see how this goes. And then basically, I don't know. (laughs) That's that's a short answer. That's all right. I mean, (laughs) I I remember, I, I I just remembered, I knew this girl, I read an, uh, a letter to the editor she wrote in the paper once. I thought that's really interesting. I looked up her name and I wrote to her and then she wrote me back and we wound up meeting for coffee a few times and she was really funny. What was her name? I'm trying to remember her name. Um, she's this Jewish girl. And I think I told her to try getting to radio. She was just finishing U of T and, and she wasn't sure what to do. And I said, you're really, really funny. You should go into radio. And she went to radio and then she was like a morning host in like Winnipeg for years. And I think she's back. And then she was in Niagara Falls. What is her name? She kept coming up with a different name for herself. Like it was like a Jewishy name, but then she just gave herself like a two letter thing. Like her last name like was Ha or Ko. <laughs> it was like this weird thing. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense what your name is. Ugh. I'll try to think of her. Um, maybe you know her, but then, okay. And then I guess my last question is just, is it everything I dreamed of? Like you, you've done, like if I was you, that this would have been my life doing the the Collingwood and the Barry and the, the Bolton and being the content commander and all of that. Like, is it, is it not that great? And I can just be like, no, it's good that I did advertising and I just sat and did nothing in my parents' basement. Like, or, or is it like, oh my God, it's so much fun. Everywhere you go, people are like, oh my God, you're on the radio and people call in. Cause when I coasted on community cable, like 30 years ago, people would like call the answering machine and leave a message. And I'd read the transcript saying, you know, my wife and I are doctors and we tune in just to see Josh and he's so funny. Or when I was on CFRB, a few people wrote um, letters to the or emails, like fan letters saying, you know, I love Josh and he's so funny. And and and, and it just made me feel so good. Like, is that, kind of, is that the kind of things you experience or I don't know? Yeah. So I was super rewarding getting like emails and phone calls and texts from listeners over the years, especially lately when I was doing my like goodbye shifts on um, Rock 95 and Cool FM um getting people saying some really sweet things really nice stuff um also like meeting listeners at events has been really cool so I'm like oh okay you're who I'm talking to nice to see like people's faces and all that um like because you recognize them from calling in to things and stuff yeah or 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 like I don't even recognize them they just introduce themselves oh I listen to cool fm or I listen to rock 95 or like I love your station or whatever right right just in terms of knowing who your audience is because you don't yeah or I listen to you every weekend or or whatever and wow um yeah and then they're like or they'll come up to me and be like oh you're Jocelyn and I'm like yeah and then they introduce themselves and 
yeah so it's nice and I've been to like some really great concerts and events and cool things over the years and get lots of free stuff so that's been that's a great perk to being in radio so yeah I would say it's definitely a really cool job and it's a great lifestyle as well um and I'm glad I'm in it oh all right well I guess that's yeah so sorry I can't really say that like it's not good because it's good (laughs) damn it (laughs) I'm going through my Facebook trying to find my friend who (laughs) obviously a good friend if I can't even remember her first name uh yeah but I would say like if you want to do something like it's never too late to do it that's what yeah I'm a big advocate for that it's so scary though at this point to to say okay i'm going to commit to a year or two of um that's not even that long though no i know it's not that long like literally the the pandemic is like over a year i know that's the thing i've done nothing i mean (laughs) i I had a meltdown this whole thing when i was talking to timmons i was just turning i was probably 46 turning 47 or something and then uh, yeah actually it was it was before my birthday so now i'm turning 49 so it's been two years i mean i could have been doing anything in that you know it's like yeah but you still can yeah yeah so i mean it could have been yeah i don't know i guess i'll look into it i'll apply again it just seems it seems when you've got like a lot of career and experience doing other things you're like really like go back to college and sort of tinker with things and then and then yeah also what's the point if you come out of it in your 50s it's like is is it even possible maybe you know what i'll keep asking i've got a couple of uh yeah, two radio program directors to interview and I'll just talk to them and, and get the sense. Like, cause they'll know, would they ever hire someone my age or what, what is even out there or how does this work in the U S um, yeah. So I'll, I'll get a sense of, yeah. of all that. And uh, yeah. And who knows? Yeah. I'll just keep at it. Hmm. All right. Well, that's all good. Did you work today then from home or it's, I did. Yeah. Oh. So if you're not on air yet, what are you doing? Um, just getting everything set up and just starting with like the community stuff and making connections and getting social media stuff going and yeah. pretty exciting. Bolton does not know what's about to hit it. So I know. They don't, they don't know what's coming. No, you're not in Bolton. You are in Bolton. Yeah. You're Bolton. Yes. yes. Okay. So then <laughs> you got that right. Yeah. And so do you do your own social media? Like, are you on Instagram doing things and, or. So I'm not personally on Instagram. I have Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Okay. Facebook. I might be the only radio person not on Instagram. Yeah. And on TikTok. And somehow you've gotten the job doing like community content and you're like, oh, I've never even done Instagram. Well, I do Instagram for um, for like for my other stations, Rock 95 and Cool FM, we did, I did a lot of social media stuff for them. So like, yeah, I just personally don't have the account. Yeah, that's fine. It's a waste of time. Hasn't gotten me anywhere. Um, (laughs) I think I'm just, I I just was looking at like, how many posts have I done in my life? Like I hit, what is it? 4,600 today. I'm like, that's a lot of posts. And then Instagram, oh, 4,605, because I just posted five uh, just before you. Um, And it's like, what, you know, they could shut me down at any minute. And I'm like, I put a a lot of time into that that went, <laughs> went nowhere cool 
Uh, all right. Okay. So that's it. And then, you know, sometimes at the end of this, I say, well, go follow blah, 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 blah. Like where would people follow you or discover your stuff? Or I guess they just got to tune into the moose and Bolton. Yeah, they can do that. They can go on, uh, Twitter. Yeah. Do you actually use Twitter? I hate, I never use Twitter. Yeah. I use Twitter, but I'm not like a crazy, like social media person that posts all the time. I do post and keep it active (laughs) and, um and can i'm connected and everything i have a website too jocelynmartin.com oh what do you so put everything on there? Is there is that like your radio demos do you have a yeah a i have my demos i have my like social media linked there i have some articles there that i've written i have testimonials just everything like all my stuff is there yeah yeah because they're always looking for um what are they uh, uh, what do they always ask for on milkman it's like send us your 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 spokes, your specs, your, your scope. Is that what it is? Or? Yeah. Your scope or your demo. Yeah. And, and then your they're scope like, show. yeah. And then they're like, send us, we want just a raw thing. We don't want you to, we don't want to hear the edited thing. We want to hear what you sound like for an hour. I'm like, I don't have anything. Yeah. Why are you doing this? To yeah. Me? Cause a lot of people put together a demo. So they'll grab different breaks from different shows, but they yeah. want a scope show. So it's like yeah. an hour of your show. Yeah. So that they know you, what you would sound like in a show instead of just choosing like all of your best stuff. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, maybe they see it as cheating a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to send them this interview and then they can listen to that if they want. Um, I had one other question. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you know, uh, do you know what Milkman Unlimited means? Uh, no. Yeah. I emailed the guy once or the website. I'm like, what is that? What is Milkman? Like, what is he talking about? Actually, I can't even remember the story, but it was something like, maybe his name was like something that sounded like milkman or something. It was kind of just a nickname he had. Cause maybe his name was more. Oh, I think his last name is Mi- Mi- milky or something. M I E L K E. Okay. So probably something like that. So maybe his nickname was milkman and, and obviously milkman.com was taken. So I guess maybe unlimited is just what he added or something. Yeah. So I felt pretty proud of myself for learning that. <laughs> and then I was sitting here while you were talking, like what the heck was my friend's name? I feel like it started with L. And then I was going through the vowels and I figured it out. Lena Shulman, do you know her? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. So for a while there, her, her name, she decided she was Lena Show, S-H-O. And I'm like, oh, okay. That makes and, sense. Like a short form of her name. Yeah. But Shulman's not that long, but I guess that was less Jewish. So I don't know. She was in Winnipeg and then, yeah, it says she's morning show host at Jack 96.9 in Vancouver now. So good for her. And oh yeah. So she was formerly at Burns Communications, co-host of Saskatoon Media Group. Um, and, and worked at news anchor at Vista radio in Lloyd Minster, Alberta. So part of your thing. And then content at talk radio, 640 AM and then U of T. So she studied radio broadcasting at Humber. So same thing. And I always thought like, we always had good repertoire and stuff. And I thought, well, maybe I could be her co-host, but she was just too cool and just went off and did it on her own. I'm so jealous because she lived the life of being a funny co-host and all of that stuff. And I'm like, ah, why didn't I parallel at the time? Anyways, life of regrets. Um, I guess it's because at the time you never know, right? Like when I'm talking about Timmins, I'm like scared to go to Timmins for a year. And so I'm like, maybe something else will come up. And then you can look back two years and go, oh, okay, I didn't do anything. I should have done that. But at the time you're like, no, I should go somewhere else bigger or do something. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to know. It's hard to know. Like, you know, internet didn't exist 30 years ago. So, I mean, I did what I could probably. Who knows? Maybe I would have been in radio, but lost my job already. And now I, whatever. And so I'd be back here in this at the beginning anyways. So great. Well, thank you so much for uh, 
letting me walk through my life from a, a different lens. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. And uh, hopefully you'll come on again and you can tell us how it's going at the moose and all of that. And, yeah. So where does this go? Ah, uh, well, I will, uh, I will take the zoom file. I will upload it to youtube.com slash Josh Rackless. And then I will export just the audio and I'll upload it to my uh, simple cast hosting. And then that gets sent out to Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, and pretty much everywhere. Any podcast app there is out there, people will be able to find it. Nice. And, uh, and that's it. I mean, some people get to go to the trouble of like editing their little thing and making a two minute clip to put on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, that's that's a lot of work. So I just sort of take a screenshot of the YouTube thing and post that on YouTube on my Instagram yeah. and say, go watch the video. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> Sorry, my screen is like really grainy now because it's getting dark. No, and I like it. I that's... saw lightning. Out there. <laughs> and that's exactly why I bought the ring light, because I was like, you know, if I'm filming a long thing now, it's going to be uneven lighting and everything. So, yeah, it doesn't matter at all this. But uh, yeah, so I've talked you into a, a different lighting situation. That's how much I can ramble. That's yeah. pretty good. All right. Well, I'll go uh, have dinner with my parents because I'm a, a full grown man. Uh, yes, enjoy dinner. <laughs> yes. And uh, and good luck. Uh, see, that's so cool. I've learned that you do it remotely and everything. Oh, my God. It's all very exciting. So thank you for all this information. And uh, we'll yes, talk to you welcome. again soon. Thank you so much. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Bye. Bye.